Attention bourbon lovers, are you ready for a taste sensation like no other? Old Raleigh Distillery, recently awarded Best Micro Distillery in the U.S., invites you to experience the art of whiskey blending firsthand. Located just east of Raleigh in downtown Zebulon, the distillery specializes in premium, micro-batch bourbon, and limited-release whiskeys. Visit the tasting room Tuesday through Sunday to savor a wide variety of whiskeys, specialty cocktails, wine, and beer. And don't miss a chance to peek behind the curtain with a tour of the blending operation every Saturday and Sunday at 1 and 2 p.m. For more information and to plan your visit, visit OldRaleighDistillery.com. Follow on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Old Raleigh Distillery for exclusive updates and behind-the-scenes content. Old Raleigh Distillery, where every sip tells a story. You just started Barbecue Wars. Like, you don't, you don't get to choose which the regular one is. We'd like to say if the traditional North Carolina barbecue plate is Hank Williams, <laughs> we try to be a little more Johnny Cash. <laughs> You're listening to Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine. I'm your host, Gina Stevens. You may know Raleigh Magazine, but what you may not know is how we get our stories. It's all inside baseball. You'd be surprised what people will tell us. Our MO is telling stories no one else is telling. So this podcast is where you get the inside access to stories you won't read anywhere else. So let's dive into some of Raleigh Magazine's biggest stories. Pig pickings are an unparalleled experience for Southerners, synonymous with hot summer days, tailgates, family gatherings, and all-around pure joy. 2020 was expected to be the year of barbecue, but the pandemic. Then 2021, supply chain issues, building and permitting delays. 2022 may in fact see more barbecue restaurant openings than any in recent history. What is clear, barbecue is king in North Carolina, and there are no signs of that changing. Melissa, thanks for joining me to talk about North Carolina staple, barbecue. I'm excited to go hog wild. Of course you are. (laughs) We love barbecue. We especially love the barbecue sandwich. Last spring, we constructed and deconstructed some of the best Q sandwiches in the area. We picked up barbecue from classic spots and a few newcomers across Wake County. This was one of the tastiest days in Raleigh Magazine's history. Yes, so... What she's talking about is for a photo shoot that we did for a feature and for the cover. And so uh, Gina and associate editor Lauren were going to be on site for the shoot. And I was in the office. And while Gina and Lauren were running all over town, picking up barbecue from these places, I was at the office waiting for Lawrence Barbecue's Jake Wood to bring in his sandwich. Um, But I don't think I was really prepared for what happened next. So (laughs) Jake shows up and he brings... Essentially, a deconstructed sandwich. Three and, of them. Right. And um, everything is in separate containers. And so we're talking bread, barbecue, pickles, onions, not to mention like the sauces and the sides and the fixins. And then he proceeds to tell me exactly how to make this sandwich. And I'm realizing that I'm going to have to tell you exactly how to make this sandwich. And then you're going to have to go replicate it. And this, no pressure, was in our minds, even though Jake didn't know, likely to be the cover star. And that she turned out to be the cover star. Um, yes. I mean, so we we dashed all around the city, from Nightdale to Durham, all over, picking up the fixings, as you would say. And each of the restaurants gave us about three times what we needed. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were all like, oh, take this home to your kids. Or I put in a little extra sauces, sides, everything you can imagine. 
and we're at um, Max and uh, Felicia's house. Felicia, owner of Food Scene, photography, best photographer, food photographer in the market. We've got barbecues spread out everywhere, and Max is standing in the corner going, can I eat? Can I eat? <laughs> when can I eat? But we had strict instructions how to recreate in what order the slaw went, when to put the sauce on, which bread. We didn't want the chefs there um, because we knew it was going to take us a while to figure out what each sandwich was going to look like. So we did. We constructed and deconstructed each of them. It was fun yeah. and tasty. Uh, uh, needless to say, I was a little jealous um, to be at the office, but you did bring me some. So. We did. Just to play catch up uh, in terms of what all we're talking about here, we were covering some classics, some new kids on the block, and some newbies that were coming to the scene. So for your classics, we were looking at The Pit, Old Time, and Cooper's. For the new kids on the block, we were looking at Prime, Sam Jones, and Lawrence Barbecue, obviously. And then for the newbies that were upcoming, we were looking at Wyatt's, uh, The Preserve, Barbecue Lab, and Longleaf Swine. Yes, a pretty good list. And if you haven't eaten, I would still say you need to check, make it a bucket list <laughs> and eat off all of them. The Preserve, which was uh, a story that we broke a year before, Ed Mitchell, Ed and his uh, son Ryan, we're partnering with Lou Mishakas and the team at LM Restaurants to open the Preserve. Now, this will be a restaurant. It will be because it still hasn't happened. But it's a restaurant that's going to be on Hodges Street in the old building that was the first Carolina Ale House. Um, I just found out before we started taping that they are back in, got their permits today. Oh, yes. And they hope to be open in early January, sometime early 2023. But we actually announced this restaurant, I think, in 20? 2019, I think, yeah. is the first, like, it's coming. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you talk about royalty. If you don't know Ed Mitchell's name, you need to look it up. But he was just inducted into the Barbecue Hall of Fame, um, which is a pretty elite group of people. Um, he's won every award there is. He's a legend, whole hog. The food is amazing. And... Uh, the restaurant will be cool because it's going to back up to the Greenway, and it's going to have fire pits out back. They're going to have a, a special pit master from somewhere across North Carolina in. So when you walk in, you'll be able to look at the board and see what's coming off, I guess, the pit and who the pit master is that day. Oh, that's so cool. And it'll, um, Yeah, it'll be glass. You'll be able to see where they take it off. They slice it up um, and pick what you want to eat. So it's kind of cool. Yeah, uh, if you haven't eaten yet, you probably need yeah. to just, like, go get yourself some barbecue right now. Yes. <laughs> um, it's just going to get better, too. A local icon since 1949 and where Raleigh comes to celebrate, savor, and enjoy. Village District is celebrating 75 years of tradition and taste. You can join the celebration for their 75th anniversary on Saturday, April 20th from 3 to 8 p.m. on Woodburn Road. Enjoy live music, pop-ups, a kid-friendly area, and the launch of their Village 75 beer, exclusively brewed by Standard Beer and Food. For more event details and other Village District happenings, you can follow Village District on Instagram at Shop Village District, visit their website at shopvillagedistrict.com, or sign up to receive texts by texting the word VILLAGE to 919-701-0202. So another one that we've been waiting for to open and, and didn't open in the time that we projected um, permitting issues or whatever is in North Hills, uh, the barbecue lab. So that is now anticipated to open this summer. 
You may have heard of the Redneck Barbecue Lab in Johnson County, Benson. Um, so this is an extension of that famous spot. Obviously, Redneck's not in the name, but founder Jerry Stevenson's promises to keep Redneck, you know, in the concept and just really wants to cater to what the customer base in North Hills wants. Well, I think it's cool. He moved here two years ago and, and said he did that because he wanted to have a better feel for what Raleigh diners wanted. And I think it's funny. How many barbecue restaurants you know that are going to serve brunch? He's already realized brunch is a thing. As you know, if you listen to our podcast, oh, brunch yeah. is a thing. <laughs> um, and they're going to offer brunch along with some other cool stuff. Yeah, I'm excited about brunch. But yes, they're also going to have craft beer and cocktails, um, hush puppies, fries, you know, the classics and the like rubs and sauces. And so basically just serving up that same competition style barbecue that made them famous. And, you know, another one that we did and that is all of these that we're talking about right now are ones that are going to open um, in the next six months, we hope or believe that are maybe even closer. The other is Longleaf Swine. Uh, Longleaf was supposed to go into transfer company and didn't. For whatever reason, that just didn't work out. They Mm -hmm. haven't had a brick and mortar. They've done pop up and you can order the holidays and that kind of thing. But they are actually in the process of remodeling the Oakwood Cafe space at 300 Edenton Street, and it's close. Um, Adam Cunningham, the owner and operator, learned to cook and learned to cook pig with his grandmother, which love I love. I yeah. love how many grandmothers in this barbecue story. I know. It, it's, it all comes from the grandmother. But again, it's whole hog. It's um, He uses wood methods. But his has an interesting spin to it because his pit master is from Puerto Rico. So it's going to be sort of Texas meets Carolina with a Puerto Rican flair. The funniest thing that the owner, Adam, had to say is he told us, he said, we'd like to say if the traditional North Carolina barbecue plate is Hank Williams, (laughs) we try to be a little more Johnny Cash. (laughs) Is that not the coolest quote? (laughs) I love that. Well, I can't wait to try it. And, I mean, that quote just makes you want to try anymore. It's like you can visualize it and taste it all at once. Um, But there's some tried and true ones that really aren't to be left out of the conversation here. Um, So recently, and if you listen to us and read us, you know this, we did a feature on local businesses celebrating benchmark birthdays, uh, really the people and places that make up the fabric of Raleigh's identity. So one of those is Clyde Cooper's Barbecue. They're 84. And we did include them in that feature and on that podcast. So should read that and listen to that. They're really ones that have set the standard for what the barbecue scene is in Raleigh. Absolutely. And I always laugh. I mean, if you are ever looking for a state patrolman or a lawyer at lunchtime when court releases, they're all at Cooper's. (laughs) Um, And my favorite part is hell did freeze over and they finally take credit cards. Yeah, Um, we thought that would be the day pigs would fly. (laughs) (laughs) She has spent the week trying to figure out how to get that phrase into this podcast. I know she has. Um, But there are some others that we featured their sandwich who had planned to open in Raleigh who just aren't or unable to. And one of those was Wyatt's Barbecue. Yeah. I love Wyatt. They they were planned to be in the Gateway Plaza off of Capitol Boulevard. And, you know, they're sort of a casualty of COVID, I think. Mm -hmm. He was running back and forth. He's part owner in Picnic in Durham. So you could still get his barbecue, and it is worth the drive. They have a funny little drink over there that I will highly recommend. I think it's um, Jim Beam and is the shot and PBR is the beer and they call it the sailor and the little buddy or something. (laughs) I've not had it, 
Not had it. That's I'm a not sucker my kind of for dream. titles, so I would order it just yeah, for the name. Exactly. Well, on a lighter note, there's no doubt that the superstar of that shoot, and and for a lot of people, <laughs> really in general, depending on your taste, um, is Lawrence Barbecue, and um, they did, as you mentioned, end up becoming our cover star. But if you haven't had the chance to meet Jake, he's he's worth talking about. He's good people, salt of the earth, hardworking as hell. Deserves everything he's gotten. Just really one of the best people you'll meet. He is, absolutely. And, you know, it's funny. I, um, I I tell the story often. I met Jake. I was asked by the Holt Brothers to um, judge their chili cook-off. They do a chili cook-off with their employees in-house every year, and there's a trophy. Um, and there's some serious competitors. The chili mm-hmm. is all so good and all so different. So it was the first year I was judging, and Jake was a judge. And so Jake is sitting at one end of this like nine foot conference table and I'm at the other and there's two people on the sides and and they close the door and they start the chilies there and Jake goes, can I offer some suggestions? And I'm like, you're the only chef in the room, of course. <laughs> and he gave us the guidelines, which we still use today. And I've judged a couple of times on how to do this. But, you know, Jake is this, if you see him, super handsome, muscle, lots of tattoos, just really you know, certainly a powerhouse in every room. But when you start talking to him, you just realize he's the nicest human. And in that conversation, he tells me, he goes, I asked him how he learned to cook. And he said, my granny. And I was like, your granny? And he said, yeah. And he said, I cook with her every Sunday. Sure enough, he let us do that story. We went out to Granny Helen's house (laughs) with a photographer. And uh, Jane Porter was our editor at that point. Mm -hmm. And she spent Sunday afternoon. She said she had never eaten as good of North Carolina cuisine. They had fried pork chops on the porch, green beans. I mean, she said it was the most amazing meal. But it was funny to see how Jake's still learning from her after all these years. And now he's got two children of his own and married and all of that. Yeah, I mean, I met him the day that he brought that food to the office, and so that was a, an intimidating experience all around because, like you said, like he kind of has this like hardcore tatted-up look to him. Yeah. But then you start talking to him, and you're like, oh, you're just a teddy bear. But since we know him, you know, like, and he's so easy to just befriend, and, you know, we all know him, and so we got to go, we got the exclusive invite to the friends and family for Lawrence Barbecue. And so me and you went, and our design, creative director, Liz, and— her fiance yes. went with us. Uh, now engaged. Anyway, so we went and we basically got to take a tour of the menu. They had like three combo choices that gave you a chance to to try everything. The menu changes regularly, um, but I think some staples obviously might be on the barbecue. We hope, I think, are the chicken sandwich because you said that was like one of the best chicken sandwiches you'd ever had. I mean, it was really good. So it's definitely worth going to Boxyard for Lawrence Barbecue if you haven't been. Well, and can't be a, too big of a spoiler here, but but in the coming weeks, we'll have an announcement about something else. Jake is opening at Box Yard. What kind of food is it? Can't tell you. Can't tell oh, you. Oh, come on. Um, well, you can tell me off the air. So, but so he, uh, we were at Bubbles and Brisket. We're a partner with um, Max and Matt with NCFMB Podcast. They do a Bubbles and Brisket event every spring. And we just did that event, and I can tell you. I got a sampling of some of the things that Jake has on his menu planned. It was amazing. He's just, yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. Uh, and if, good food. Yeah, it's all, all of it's delicious. If you haven't heard of Bubbles and Brisket, though, or haven't been, um, last year was the inaugural inaugural year, and it was at V Pizza in Cary. This year was at Smoky Hollow, which was a great space, great use of that space, a lot of fun. It was a gorgeous day. It wasn't too hot. 
Uh, and it's just local brisket and bubbles, you know, hence the name. But really, it's like some of the best barbecue chefs from all over the state coming together, plus bubbly, of course, desserts, live music. And next year, do you know where it's going to be? I don't, because hopefully by then, Smoky Hollow will be open, and so they won't <laughs> be able to use that space. But who knows? They'll find a good spot. It's just, it's a fun event, and it's a great way to try if you don't get across North Carolina, or when you do, you don't get a chance to pop into some of the smaller barbecue spots. It's a great way to, to check it out. Oh, yeah. We'll definitely keep you posted. Campbell University School of Law offers a wholly online or in-person two-semester patent law certificate program designed for technology executives, engineers, paralegals, and more. The deadline to apply for the patent law certificate program is August 1st. Learn more and apply at law.campbell.edu. If you can't tell, we love barbecue. So in fact, in the current issue, this is probably one of the most fun stories. I feel like we've done in like a just a fun flirty you know illustrative way so if you haven't grabbed the the issue this is actually our july august issue it's we have 10 issues a year and this is one that's on the streets for 60 days so you still got time and you should also subscribe then you never miss any okay stop i've digressed okay so we have a barbecue binge which is basically um so a friend of mine went with his buddy on this barbecue road trip and it was two days one night eight barbecue joints 800 miles from here to Asheville and back. Oh, but, you know, boy, this struck a nerve with our readers. And it's so funny. I will vent a little bit. People don't often read before they go to, you know, reacting (laughs) with something negative or, oh, my God, how did you forget all the barbecue spots in eastern North Carolina? We're like, they went west. Yeah. West from Raleigh (laughs) West. Um, Yeah. But. It clearly demonstrated how much people love barbecue, and everyone sought out to start telling us their favorite spots, where they eat in eastern North Carolina. So we may give the guys a couple hundred bucks and say, hit the road again and go see some. We Because we just posted this on Instagram, too, and we had the same reaction. Everybody's like, how could you leave this off? And so I think Tommy and— Corbett are just going to have to go east and and I don't do think it take a lot of arm twisting no, to no, get those guys be, to go eat barbecue. They'll be on board. All right, so we always do a little rapid fire, and barbecue is no different. So, in all honesty, what's your favorite barbecue locally? Oh, Lawrence, one hundred percent. You sure it's Jake or is it the barbecue? It's just it's the barbecue. But just Jake. checking, just checking. He's married, guys. He's two married. lovely children. So, and I love his wife. Just kidding. We love Jake. Um, I would have to say I'm a Sam Jones girl. Oh. Now I love Cooper's. Cooper's was my first choice always, but I like Sam's. I like the way Sam cooks it, and I like how crispy it is. Mm. Um, okay, outside the triangle. Okay, so. I actually lived in South Carolina for a little bit as a kid, and I hated the barbecue. Sorry to people that like South Carolina barbecue. Um, Is there such a thing as South Carolina barbecue? (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's mustard-based. I meant to fact-check that with my parents, so if I'm wrong, please don't at me, whatever. I just didn't like it. Whatever it was, I didn't like it. But uh, if, you know, you guys know, if you follow us, that we covered Charleston recently, and so— uh, Lauren and I took a trip there. We got to go to Lewis Barbecue, and I will say that's probably some of the best barbecue I've ever had. But it was uh, what I got was vinegar based, so there was oh. no mustard involved. <laughs> what about you? Um, I'm going to be a you again. I have a couple of favorites. Oh. I grew up 
in Lewisburg. And so um, Rocky Mount, Sunday after church to Parker's Barbecue, which is still there and still kicking because we know lots of people commented on it. Yeah. They have those great cornbread sticks that my brother and I used to fight over. But I, you know, my other is I love Wilbur's Barbecue on the way to the beach. That has to be a stop I love. Oh, yeah. That's but I one. judge a barbecue place. On its barbecue, but I'm a big Brunswick stew girl, so I like oh. that's a. I use that as a deciding, you like know, a benchmark, as a benchmark yeah. for which hmm. place I'm going to stop at. So the age old question, which I love, Eastern or Western sauce? Okay, look, I love some vinegar, so Eastern for life. But I'm going to tell a funny story. We were just in Asheville for um, work, and Lauren, Lauren, and Liz were both there with me. And we were having at this. We were at this place that had this kind of vinegar-based sauce, but we weren't. We weren't eating barbecue. This is just. But it came up, and I was like, uh, Lauren asked me if I like vinegar, and I was like, Oh yeah, and for barbecue, yeah, Eastern for life. But I, I said, Well, which one do you like? And she said the regular one. The and I was like, I'm one. sorry, what is the regular one? And she's like, you know, tomato-based. And I was like, you just started barbecue wars. Like you don't, you don't get to choose which the regular one is. But, yeah, so you're going to have to give her hell for that. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm definitely an Eastern girl all the way. I don't like tomatoey crap. Just kidding. <laughs> I, you know, I, I get the debate. I can eat it if I have to, but I'm definitely the, the vinegar side of the state for yes, sure. for sure. I'm hungry. No, I know. Well, let's, now we should go There's a couple barbecue. of spots downtown. We should yeah. just hit them now. Let's do it. This has been Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine. I hope after hanging out with us, you feel more like a Raleigh insider. You can find copies of our magazine around town or subscribe for $10 for 10 issues. We'd love it if you gave this podcast a rating and review and share it with your friends. This podcast was edited and produced by EarFluence. I'm Gina Stevens. We'll see you again soon.